in the scales. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Balance in the Scales with O and me. And we're so excited about being back with you guys. Uh, so, yeah, there's a couple things we need to do first before we really get into the deep, deep stuff. I want to pay a few bills. First of all, I just want to let you guys know that you are well appreciated. Um, we thank you for all of your experiences while here on this planet. Um, it means a lot to us. Our experiences are interconnected, whether you want to believe it or not. Um, I believe all things happen for a reason. Um, the divine, uh, the divine is uh, living throughout all and within all. So, with that being said, thank you for your experiences and your existence. Much love. Um, v, mm-hmm. we have quite an interesting segment today. Um, first of all, let me give a, a few other shout outs here. So, I want to shout out to uh, Black Experience Clothing. Uh, if you are watching on our segment, I have on their love t-shirt um you can check out that website at black experience clothing you can also uh, search for them on uh, facebook um, as well um the owner name is eric he's pretty awesome and very creative i think you guys are really like some of the gear that they're actually bringing forth i got my own collection on right now i'm going to order a few more once he get his kids lined in i'll order some for my kids as well awesome. yes all right so uh v we have to touch up on some comments that people left oh, yeah. for the that's from right, the last that's right, that's right. last okay, video. About that. Yeah. So yeah. So go ahead and talk about that a little bit. So tell so us. So about- one of our listeners made a good point, and uh, she said that Orlando had said that once you think about the sin, or once you think about cheating, um, you ba- you basically committed the sin, as the Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. So. Orlando had quoted that and she said that she disagreed with that because um, thinking about something is just the fantasy. You can't qu- really stop yourself sometime from thinking about things. It doesn't mean that you should interpret that as, oh, I've cheated already or I've um, I've been inappropriate with another person. It's just a thought. Now, when you bring that thought to action, then that's when you, you know, have committed an affair or whatever. So she wanted to make that that point, which I agree with her completely. I think that a thought is a thought and an action is an action. Well, first of all, I, I agree to a thought is a thought and an action is an action. But I just want to bring clarity to what I was trying to say. All right. So we all know that anything that begins externally starts internally first. That doesn't mean you necessarily uh, actually commit the act of, but uh, the actual intention came from within. Uh, therefore, uh, anything that starts within can manifest externally if you allow it. Uh, what I was referring to was if someone is having a thought of being with another individual in an intimate way uh, versus seeing someone as just, oh, they're attractive. Uh, internally, if they find themselves wanting to be with them intimately, it's creating a lustful desire. So therefore, mm-hmm. that lustful desire means a lot more than, hey, if I see you and I think you're just attractive, you're attractive, but I'm not yearning to have sexual intimacy with you. So that's what I was referring to. But uh, she's right. I mean, I'm not saying that if you internally think that, you know, uh, you, you're sleeping with the person because sometimes we can't control our thoughts, but we can control our intentions. So, uh, yeah, that's what I was referring to. Okay. Okay, good. So we should get into the topic for today. Yeah, because you said that, um, what are we going to title this again? I know we talked about it. Um, so, uh, staying connected in the era of social media. Mm. Staying connected. So I thought that we should, um, first start by reading a couple of facts. Isn't that an oxymoron though? 
staying connected in the yeah, era social, of social media. Because I mean, the point of social media is to connect us, right? Yeah, so that's what we're going to get into. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be connected in social media, but um, it seems like we're not, according to these facts that I have here. So one of them, which is the most, I think, alarming for me because I didn't know this, but currently, as of 2019, there are 2.27 billion active users on Facebook. And I don't. I, I thought maybe because I stopped using Facebook once I left college, that I guess everyone else kind of stopped using Facebook. But no, such is not the case. Actually, two point twenty seven billion, and that number is forever growing. Um, the second fact is that one of third one third of all divorces filed in two thousand eleven contained the word Facebook in it. That's crazy. That's wild. And the third is that eighty percent of all U.S. eighty percent of U.S. attorneys say that they have um, noticed a spike in divorces that contain some type of connection to social media. So it's not just Facebook, but it's like the whole social media spectrum being so wait, mentioned. So let me get this straight. So the idea and the concept of social media was to be able to bring everybody together, but has it really detached us? I think I mean, in a way it's brought us together. And in another way, it has detached us. I think in a way, um, it has brought us to closer perhaps to people who are further away and has disconnected us from people who are closer to us. Has it brought us closer to the problems versus the individual? I mean, because if the divorces are high, it doesn't seem like it's helping in that way because it seems to be disconnecting us from our natural reality, but connecting us to the virtual reality. Correct. The virtual... The, the virtual... <laughs> The virtual existence of uh, what's around you that's not necessarily that you can touch. But, yeah. I mean, in that matter, yeah. So, I mean, I guess, I guess when you think about it, the divorce rate would be high in that in that case. Because if you're not really um, connecting to your spouse. Because you're not. You're, because you, you are, you probably you're not. Because you are on your phone connecting to your friend from college, connecting to your coworkers, connecting to just random people whose pictures are you are you checking out, which you shouldn't have one. But um, all those things that you're doing on, on your phone, you're not really speaking to the person next to you, whether that's your child, your parents, your sisters, whatever it is, you're disconnected to the people who are in the room with you and you're connected to a whole bunch of strangers who, like you said, exist in this virtual reality, but you're not in your present reality. So, I mean, what, so is it, is it the actual, um, is it the actual profile or the actual platform itself that's causing this? Is it how large it has gotten or is it just the person and how they're using it? I mean, can we truly blame, uh, the connection issue on Facebook? Can we blame it on ourselves? Can we, is it a little bit of both? Like, what is it? What do you think it's the primary cause I think is I think it's a little bit of both. I don't think that Facebook is sending you notifications telling you, you know, it's been three months since you last cheated on your wife. So I don't think it's Facebook like all to blame for everything. But I do think that like it's constant appearance. It's like a distraction that people should have the fortitude and the um, the strength to like opt out of always being connected to Facebook. But most people don't. So I think it's equally shared. Um, of a problem, Facebook provides a lot of opportunities to be wild, yeah, and when they slide in them DMs. Mm-hmm. In that, mm-hmm. that's Instagram. <laughs> that's, it don't matter. They call it all the same. Facebook, IG. Whatever. I haven't been on Facebook in such a long time. I don't even know. Yeah, actually, how personally, I like Facebook better. I mean, maybe it's because I'm old. I don't know. Yeah, old people be running <laughs> Facebook now. Whatever. No, I mean, I can't. I can't get with the Snapchat and all that stuff. It's just not really my style. But you know, Instagram. I am on Instagram a lot. Um, obviously, I have my platforms there, but. 
I heard that Snapchat, you can send like a naked picture, video of yourself, and then it deletes within yeah. like 24 hours. So Yeah, it's the ultimate cheating app. That's what they call it. That's crazy. <laughs> they call it the ultimate cheating app. Uh, it goes away in like 24 hours. So like, you know, women be really close to their dudes. Like, yo, let me see your phone. I'm like, oh shoot, that's Snapchat. The only way you can really do it is if you like screen record or something like that, the event, and then you, you'll have the proof. footage. Yeah, the proof. But, mm-hmm. but anyway, so... Um, I guess in this era, so my wife and I has been in another, what, five, six years, married three of those um, six years together. And, um, you know, we, we're definitely happy to share some of the things that we did to kind of stay connected throughout that time through friendships and uh, ups and downs and different things like that. And um, one of the things that we probably disagree on is how we shared each other on our social media platforms. Mm-hmm. You know, I really blasted my wife major, like majorly in a major mm-hmm. way. That was a majorly. I don't think that's a real word, but in a major way, I, sh- I blasted my wife. And my concept to that was that I would keep the flies away. You know, um, I think of it as, um, you know, you, you spray the repellent and you put the little smoke screens up and it just kind of keeps everyone away. It keeps everyone at bay and there's a respect level. But for some, it's more of a of a draw. Right. Yes. There's a lot of women out here who don't mind ma- um, dating a married man. So mm. they wouldn't they wouldn't mind that you have me blasted on on social media. I was the opposite. I thought that until this wasn't like a sure, sure thing that I wasn't going to put you on blast because what if we broke up or what if, you know, like it ended nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to be embarrassed and be like, oh, wasn't she just posting him up? And then now he's with another girl on his IG. So yeah. I was like, Mm-mm, I'm going to keep that as private mm-hmm. as possible. Yeah, that's that's the kind of the downside to, you know, putting your spouses out there on social media because a lot of people are afraid. Well, what if it don't work out? Well, I didn't have any doubt in my mind that you know Aww. you're my wife so isn't that sweet yeah i was i Anyways. was a little bit afraid and so yeah. i know i know you were you know more cautious it's all good though because uh it's fine because we're mm-hmm. here we're here uh so uh, with that being said i kind of want to segue a little bit into uh why is it that these numbers these statistics if you don't mind tell, uh, reading this to the audience one more time like why do you think this high divorce rate is is it is Facebook uh, or any social media platform allowing us to have uh, a gateway or a, or a or a safe space for this fantasy fan, uh, this um, what is it fantasy reality mm-hmm. that it creates for us? Why, why why do you think that is? I think that sometimes people can probably be. Um disappointed or Mm. disconnected with their own marriages and instead of doing the hard work that it takes to reconnect and re-spark that that you know that electricity and just like solve those problems that are very now have grown you know because Mm -hmm. of all the separation they decide well i'm just gonna i'm just gonna opt out i'm just gonna click out of this app and just click onto something else and that something else is provided very nicely by facebook it's laid out i mean what kind of girl you want to see what kind of guy what what's your old bull doing check up on this check up on that and so it gives you this place where you can escape and connect to people. They give you that spark back or they give you that feel that you're no longer experiencing in your current relationship. Mm-hmm. And then from there on, the balls just starts rolling. You start with how, kind of like what we spoke of 
last episode where you start with a thought and then you follow up with a little bit like oh where's this intrigue going and you're gonna go browse their pictures and that grows into mm-hmm. I'm gonna hit them up and then I'm gonna DM them and this is just mm-hmm. a conversation I'm not sleeping with them it's just I'm just being friends you know how you guys say oh you can't have one more friend oh so your husband don't let you have friends <laughs> so it starts like that and then boom you're meeting up with them at a hotel no it's, it's fun that you say that because we were actually watching a uh documentary today um Mm -hmm. on um i can't remember the name uh something the gray hack uh, the gray hack but it was a company uh that kind of cambridge analytica cambridge analytica listen i said that wrong don't don't judge me uh (laughs) say that fast cambridge analytica Mm -hmm. okay cool so listen let me tell you something she's dead spot on right so there are companies out there that that actually track the analytics or your data and based on you know if you are on ig or if you are on snapchat or if you are wherever google and you're looking up certain type of women or certain type of men you know what's happening is they're they're actually um you know uh, giving you suggestions based on the type that you're looking at so they're setting you up for this Mm -hmm. for this design i mean especially if you're married and you're and you're not honest about who you are and where you are and you're searching for certain type you know you're gonna see those type constantly they just gonna kind of come to you on your social media platform and you're just like oh wow you know some people are like oh that's a sign right that's a a sign you know it's from god you know (laughs) it's from god they like to do that a lot Mm -hmm. uh really like to blame god on that but anyways but it's just algorithms people it's just algorithm data analytics that are basically uh, designed to get to know you exactly. and to give you the things that you want. I know that to, to make be true your day more exciting. Every time I, I go on your page to on your phone and, ex- and hit your explore button, mm-hmm. everything's about dreads yeah. and beards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> dread beards. Shout and, out to and, the beard gang. Shout out to the lock community. Mm-hmm. You know, I am growing my locks. But if I'm, sh- if I, I'm sure that if I went on my other friend's um, explore page, hers are all about like baby products and things that you should buy for your baby and things like that because mm-hmm. she—that's what she's always clicking on. So it's really just getting to know you, and mm-hmm. it's giving you these suggestions in a time in your life where you're um, vulnerable and you're seeking connection and you're and you're probably sad about your current relationship and then all these things are telling you hey disconnect hey this is a way that you can make that feeling go away or this is a way that you can bury that feeling down low and really concentrate on something else and a lot of people take that bait and then we have one third of divorce speaking of bait i never forget you know shout out to the mother-in-laws out there you know shout out to you guys i never forget i was actually looking at a, a photo and it was of, of a young woman and it was like a photography set that i really enjoy for those of you who know me know i do photography and i love art right well i like this photo and your mother i was at your remember i was at your mother's <laughs> house and she was like oh you see you see and so she actually showed me and my wife the photo that i liked and i was like oh yeah it's, it's a beautiful beautiful photo but in her mind she was thinking that i was checking out women but it wasn't like that mm-hmm. so it's the it wasn't danger. like that sure wasn't. <laughs> shout out to my mother-in-law <laughs> but she was looking out for her daughter but in, in reality yeah i'm surprised that that's the picture you thought was most right. where was it <laughs> what was it the cinematic i don't know what, what what was so beautiful about that picture that you just no, had it was, to no in our in our reality it was actually the editing of the photo it wasn't necessarily the mm-hmm. woman i mean the woman she was attractive but it wasn't like i was looking at her like oh wow look at her but anyways you see how it happens it's leading us back into that conversation again (laughs) but we're not gonna go there (laughs) oh boy and i don't know why men do that because now i heard that um instagram has a little thing that tells you the things that you've liked 
So yeah, if you I'm can, your wife, I can see, see the it. things that you've been yeah, liking. You and so I don't I think it's a way you can block it, though. You can actually block it now. I think I'm they sure have there's a always a way to block something. Yeah. It's just no no privacy anymore, you know. But anyway, so the point I was trying to make is, you know, to your point about people uh, trying to hide and suppress. I think I think what social media does is it gives people kind of like a, a veil to hide their, their true feelings uh, mm-hmm. because they can't necessarily... Uh, outwardly expose what they feel to their spouses or to their loved ones because they feel that uh you know it it won't look good or they don't have a safe space where they can express themselves or if they find a certain woman attractive they're afraid so they hold it in and then it kind of eats at them eats at them and it kind of tears them apart from outward i mean yeah inward out so uh facebook kind of gives them that filter allows them to kind of hide a little bit or any social media platform Mm -hmm. uh, especially snapchat uh (laughs) it's like number one Um, and, but I don't think that's healthy though. That's why I think Mm -hmm. that, um, an effective way to stay connected to your spouses or to friends or family or whatever, is just kind of be open and honest about the space that you're in. And I think it leads to a healthier friendship, a healthier dialogue, uh, not just for yourself, but for your spouse and for people that you're connected to. But I think that's mostly a problem that men suffer from being honest and being like, just you know just open with your feelings instead of saying hey you know i'm feeling a little disconnected to you um hey do you think that we should start going back to the gym because you know i just want our bodies to be tighter or whatever it is that you're feeling towards your wife or your or your husband whatever it is instead of saying that what you guys i feel do is oh no no i'm not going to upset her by telling her that i'm no longer attracted to her or that i'm thinking about somebody else or that i feel disconnected in the marriage instead what i'm going to do is go ahead and start this whole second relationship with someone else because I don't know if you guys think that that's going to make us less upset like I don't I don't understand why you guys just don't just own up to your feelings and say how you feel and then just you know express that and try to navigate that and if it doesn't work out then it doesn't work out but you I don't feel like you guys take that route you always take the and let me escape this reality as fast as possible well I mean when you think about the statistics and you look at the spiritual essence of things men have always been put into a box to say you know big men don't cry you know we don't show emotion we don't express in that way so mostly we've always thought that our way to express to you is our manhood how we carry ourselves our swag you know our strength not necessarily our feelings so it's a different type of component uh, when you're talking to some men now. We're, we're moving into the era, well, back into the era, because back in the day, you know, men would beg women for love and be more expressive. And then the times changed with the music um, mm-hmm. because we all know the science of music. And then now we're moving kind of back into that that whole uh well, actually, we're not yet. But some men are more expressive in that way to have a woman um uh, to have someone that wants to understand, you know, where they are internally, whereas most men kind of suppress that. What do y'all need in order for us to help you facilitate your feelings, help help get those feelings out? What What is this? How can we stay connected to y'all? Well, I think that that's something that has to happen at home with family and society. Society has to be able to tell the man that it's OK to express feelings, you know, um, even sometimes I find myself good, you know, telling my son, big boy, big boy, you know, instead of just being like, good job, you know, because it's, it's more masculine, you know, more masculine. So uh, I think overall what you can do is, from my perspective, uh, is try to understand the language of your spouse or um, and how they're connecting to their feelings in a way. Um, what type of music are they listening to? They love listening to rap. Why do you like rap so much? Oh, because I connect with that. It makes me feel like I can suppress my feelings. I feel like rap does that a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, 
uh, it, it produces more anger. Um, or it could be that I just like to go riding in my truck or I like to go fishing. You know, that's why I find more intimate. So is the woman supposed to try to figure out like how to enter those spaces with you? So if you like to ride with your truck, should I like volunteer to take a ride with you as you're processing your feelings? Should like how how do we get the because we ask you all all the time. How are you feeling? Um, How did that affect you? I'm cool. I mean, I don't really think about it anymore. Oh, I don't you know, I don't really it doesn't really affect me much. And inside you guys are like a wreck. So, well, I mean, consistency is the key. You know, okay. for men, you know, if if we're always just like, oh, yeah, we good, we good, you know, just be consistent. Not don't be nagging, but, you know, just be consistent, you know, every day. Hey, how you feeling today? Um, and I think that that slowly changes the DNA uh, and the and the consciousness of the man to maybe want to open up a little bit more and express a little bit more um, to you. So, yeah. So I think it's a process and, um, you know, connection is definitely the key. So. Um, so I think. We've done a lot of like um, advice or or we've discussed a lot about married folk. So um, what about singles or people who are trying to date? How can they stay connected despite all the distractions that they face in social media? Well, one, I think that they shouldn't lose their integrity inside of social media. I think that a social media really allows people to kind of conform to society. So therefore, they kind of lose the essence of who they are and where they're trying to go and, you know, what they want to be. So they use social media as a way to try to, like, connect or fit in, not necessarily uh, be um, themselves. Yeah, not connect, but like just kind of fit in and conform so they'll be normal. Because, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, since social media, I believe what the um, the um, suicide rate is like through the roof. We should Mm -hmm. look up that uh, statistic as well. But, um, yeah, I think if you're single, the most important thing is a before you can date, you must uh, learn how to, you know, find knowledge of self. That's my biggest um, advice. Um, Find knowledge of self. Understand what it is you want, you desire. And then along the lines of that, I think it's easier that you would draw more things that bring you joy versus things that you want to help self-identify with. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you want to. I think can I give give can I give women a, a piece of Absolutely, advice? Absolutely, yeah, that's what this is about. I think for women who are out there dating and getting to know people, my advice would be don't give them your social media handle. I think that when you give a man or when a man gives a woman their social media handle, what you're doing is you're, you're jump-starting your relationship in a like in a false sense of familiarity that you don't yeah. really have. So yeah, this guy gets great. your your Instagram name or your Facebook name mm-hmm. that Friday night. By Saturday morning, he already knows all about your pictures, your interests, um, your family, whatever it is that you decided to post, he has gotten a jump start on all of that without mm-hmm. taking the time to take you out to dinner to um, invite you to different places because it is in those dates and in those times shared together face to face then you get to know a person instead of already building all these assumptions based on the pictures that you posted or um, on the videos that you that you you know that you put out there and then they don't really know you know you but they think they know you so I would say to the women and to the men have them earn your yourself have them earn you have them really put forth the effort to get to know you by courting you and taking you out instead of you providing all this information quickly like here here you go speed up this you know getting to know me that's definitely facts um that's a good point i think that uh what i would do is man not give out your phone number either so quickly uh one of the things that i would recommend is giving them your email 
Like what email? email? Are you tripping? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's a fact. I think giving them your email would a show you how much they really want to get to know you, and if they really want to get to know you and not just want to have a quick conversation to see where where it can go. Emails show a lot of things about an individual. A if someone gives you their email, it shows you how organized they are. Yeah, because if you. If you're emailing me, I have about 5,000 emails in my Gmail. Exactly. I'm not going to find it. If they're emailing you, it it tells you that they're serious about their time and they don't don't like wasting their time. Um, And if they're willing to email you back, it shows you how organized they are uh, on the other side of things, too. Um, and of course the email, the email thing is a way to get things started and eventually you get comfortable and you kind of go with the flow. You lose the script. Yes, yeah, a scripted way, but at the same time, it's a protective method that kind of keeps you from giving out your number, um, and different things like that. That's cute in a way, I think, because I think it's the most modern way to be throwback. Back then you used mm-hmm. to like write letters to each other. And so now I think, oh my God, wait, listen, this is cute people because not only does when you exchange emails, he has to email you, which yeah, obviously shows a, a, a level of effort or she has to email you, whatever. Like I'm, I'm thinking about the, the traditional, he's courting the girl. So mm-hmm. the guy has to send the email, but then the girl has to stay by her computer, refreshing that page, you know, making sure that it doesn't get swallowed underneath all the spam that we get every single day. So Right. It's kind of like, wait a minute, Mr. Postman, you know, like people waiting for that card to come in the mail. So I Same think that man. that's cute. And then let's say that you got, y'all get married because, you know, us women always think this could potentially be my husband. Let's say y'all get married. Three now y'all have like a transcript of all the love letters you guys send to each other via email and you can print it out for your kids. You see, I wasn't even wedding. thinking about that's all really that. That's really cute. Like, see, yeah, that's what we that, think. I wasn't thinking about all that. You see, you see what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think it's a cute idea. Okay. Well, you know, for all the ladies out there that's out there in the game and they're looking and trying to find uh, an eligible bachelor, Mm. uh, (laughs) definitely shoot them your email, man, and see and see how serious they are. If they email you back, you know, and they'd be like, hey, yeah, let's definitely let me let me take you out. Let's let's go catch a movie. Let's. Let's go grab a bite to eat. Let's do all this. I think that maybe the reason why people might not want to do that, and I understand this because when I was single, I felt the same way, is that women sometimes in the back of their mind have this little voice that tells them like, girl, you better you better make this easy. Like, you know, it's been like three months since you have had an active little, you know, suitor knocking on your door or you've been over two years single and your ex is not even stunning for you. So, you know, we want to establish that connection really quick. So it's like, here's my email. I mean, here's my phone number. Here's my Instagram. Here's my Facebook. Like connect, 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 because there's this fear that if we don't make it easy and accessible that they will lose interest and that they won't put forth the effort um and maybe our past experiences show us that they don't put the effort um but i think that yeah that's a sad a sad thought and i think that you should honor that thought by you know understanding that it does make you feel lonely it does make you feel sad but if you continue to do the same thing over and over again um will you really yield different results so yeah that's true um but a lot of that you know if i had to be honest with you i think the fear is it's fear um and it's it's from years of of uh, society programming the women to say you know oh i must i must do that but at the end of the day you all are individuals just like we are individuals and you have lives just like we have lives and so therefore you should not be focused on the fear aspect of whether or not he's going to write you back because if he's going to write you He's going to write you um, regardless. So, you know, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be all things in divine order, which is what this channel is all about. Right. Correct. 
So with that being said, my queen, this has been a great segment. And, um, you know, you guys make sure that you follow us on Instagram at underscore balance to scale. Uh, you can check us out on YouTube if you want to jump on there to catch our segments at the official reload. Um, and you can also follow us on Facebook at balance the scale as well. Leave us your comments on all of our social media platforms. That is how we're able to read your comments and actually respond to you guys. So we really appreciate that. Um, yeah. If you like to support the podcast, you can do so by going to anchor um, FM, search for balance the scale, and you can also make donations to the podcast to help grow the podcast and to keep the podcast going. We really appreciate it. And uh, much love to you guys out there. Yes. Peace.